Welcome to Mass Creations. High quality web and software development. Whatever your vision, bring it to life with Mass Creations based in Bury St Edmunds. From web or mobile development to SEO and IT consultancy. Whatever your vision, get in touch with Mass Creations and join the list of companies from Terrace Life to Balm Music to have worked with them. Call today on 07896 904 571. That's 07896 904 571. Or head to masscreations.co.uk and access their 24-7 live chat. Mass Creations, proud partners with Talking Town. my friends and welcome to your thursday night very nearly the match day preview show is back as crazy as it sounds you've blinked and you've always missed this summer we're about 37 38 days away from the start of a new campaign the lads they're back in pre-season training uh the golf clubs have been put away and the and the beep tests are being run so we are putting ourselves through our, our paces as well over the next coming weeks as we go on a, a whistle stop tour of uh, league one clubs we've got a rotherham fan joining us uh, on the show today to give us a rundown on them, what we can expect from what is always a traditionally a tough, tough test when we play Rotherham. In fact, they were the ones that scuppered us, really. We were flying high under a previous manager we won't mention. And they arrived at Portman Road, bullied us, and gave the blueprint to the rest of the world. And we've never, ever recovered. Let's be brutally honest. So I'm looking forward to hearing what Matt's got to say a bit later on this evening. As always, you can get active in the live chat as Taylor has. Good evening, Taylor. Uh, Lee's had an email from the club. New shirt is on the way. Uh, Mike Baker, welcome in. Get active in that chat, guys. Get your thoughts, opinions, feelings on all things blue and white in the chat. Or come on the show. Live link will be incoming. There's various topics to discuss tonight. Uh, and, and as always, as I always say, you can support us um, through Ko-Fi. It's £5 a month. You really are invaluable at the moment, those Ko-Fi's, because I'm planning next year's content and what we can do at the football club, what we can't do at the football club what's feasible and just just opens it up for us because it gives us some insurance if you like of what what we've got 
to play with it. They look around at the dog, currently clawing at the router. That's never a good thing on an internet show. So while I um, sort him out, I will bring in my first contributor because he's about to eat the wife's birthday card. Uh, <laughs> it is our designer, George Nam. Sorry, George. The dog is literally running around the white <laughs> um, It's not from me. It's just arrived from the post this morning. Um, bit of money in it. Quick, get it off him. So, anyway, George, how are you doing? Welcome in. All right. How are you? Very, very well. As Lewis says, thanks to Talking Town, got 20% of the new lawnmower 3.0 from Manscaped. Lewis, love that. Guys, you can do the same. Manscaped.com is a proud partner of Talking Town. And did you know, George? I mean, you probably did because, you know, you're an in-the-know guy. You're very fashionable. But Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Office position. Oh, yeah. Engineered tools for your family jewels there, George. Um you work better by... seamlessly. I know, I know, like a fucking sledgehammer. And uh, it's trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join them. Blame Lewis. Blame Lewis, because he's the one that mentioned it. Uh, join the movement worldwide. Um, all your below-the-waist grooming knees get 20% off and free delivery with the code TT at manscaped.com. And just to hammer the home the point, George, there'll be an advert later on in the show as well. So keep your eyes open for that but how are you sitting here 37 38 days away from the start of the campaign this is our bleep test george we're back in it let's go i know i can believe it when when you asked me to be on i, I was thinking euros show I'm, i've had to shift shift my flags around and and get back into it to try and set. yeah um yeah looking forward to it it's exciting yeah, it? Too, yeah. did you obviously that they've been releasing um the pre-season day one or day two videos and pictures today Yep. Uh, did you recognise anybody, George? Because I'll be honest, I didn't. <laughs> Looking at those pictures, and I see the fuck are these I people. A few. I saw Janoy in there. I saw saw Norwood in there. Oh, I saw Norwood in there. Yeah, yeah, I saw um, Norwood. But no, I think they were focusing deliberately on uh, on the new boys, weren't they? But um, no, it's great. It looked like it was a lot of a uh, lot of hard work going on. Mm, yeah, fitness is the key, as Paul Cook says. Mm. Uh, Exciting times, obviously, at the football club. More still to be coming through the door. In fact, uh, a Rotherham connection on the show today, George. So, uh, interested to get his thoughts on... Yeah. Is that going to get certain, <laughs> yeah. On a certain... A certain ma- no, what? Matt Crooks? Well, no, I just mean it's it's been getting a little spicy on the, on the social medias, hasn't it? Uh, in terms of uh, prices and um, some choice mm. words said from some Rotherham quarters I, I've seen. But, um, yeah, have you? Well, you've seen more than I have, sir. So uh, <laughs> you can lead that with Matt when he comes on. I just see tweet, dog is star of the show. He's star of the show, the house, the world, the universe. If you've got a Labrador, you'll, you'll, you could realise why. Um, yeah, so when, you, when you're here in the pre-season, when you're seeing the pre-season videos, Anything jumping out at you at this at this point? Anybody looking in good shape? Anybody? Well, Paul Cook might have said, "What's sort of jumping out at you at the moment?" In terms of looking in shape or out of shape, I mean, they've only been there for four days, haven't they? But or how many it is? But um, yeah, I think it looked like they were doing some pretty high intensity stuff. I, I, mm. I saw someone say on on Twitter again that the uh, a couple of the passing drills pre- looked pretty. Um, intensive um you know the message was was fairly clear wasn't it It was fitness 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 and football habits and 
yeah um surely the days though Joe, you know yeah. you're right and you know, they don't be about this early doors but surely the days of like sort of alan brazil um, sort of esque of going ali mccoy's going away to a sun kissed beach getting on, on the, the beers on the yeah. curries on the kebabs yeah. i think that's it isn't it they, they, they don't come back looking in bad shape do they i thought that actually the, the one thing that I, I thought was was that um i thought harper looked um more of a unit than i than yes. i thought it was i know that i know that i know he's a big fella but i thought he was a bit stringier than that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was a, uh, he was a big old fella um i yeah uh, no i right yeah. oh, you're right i was thinking uh a, a sort of a, you know to, to use a jim royal catchphrase from the royal family lancashire capiz but he's a he's a proper unit isn't he yeah i wouldn't say that to his face yeah <laughs> no i certainly would not have seen him but uh are you, are you a fan of the royal family with uh I just didn't. I didn't really watch it. One of the best comedies ever made. Oh, yeah, time told. Time told. Right. Well, hopefully, our third contributor uh, or second contributor, rather, can't even count these days. Yes, what we need pre-season for <laughs> to get simple <laughs> things back into place, like arithmetic, uh, is of course uh, is our royalty. It's King Kelly. Man, I'm gully and techie. You want me to check me? Just pop me. I'm ready. I need that money in heavy. I'm banging these raps like Pumpy with Shelly. Shelly, daddy, I'm dipping. I said that I'd leave, but I'm back in the kitchen. She pour it back, yeah, I'm sipping. Feeling away, but she tackling feelings. Man, I'm gully and techie. You want me, then check me. Fuck me, I'm ready. I need that money in heavy. Banging these raps like Pumpy with Shelly. Shelly, daddy, I'm dipping. Said that I'd leave, but I'm back in the kitchen. She pour it back, yeah, I'm sipping. Feeling away, but she tackling feelings. I hit it in stirring, gassed it. She calls it childish. I call it tactics. White doors on a coupe, but I wrapped it. Got a next one, remapped it. Rapid. Royalty is in the house. The guy is one step ahead of everybody every week. <laughs> in the know, King Cali. How you doing? Good, I'm good. How are we? Uh, I'm still buzzing from Tuesday. Football's a good time right now, you know. Did you hear about uh, that? Apparently, it's we, coming uh, home. Well, I got a delivery from Royal Mail. They left a card in there, say so it's due. So they're going to deliver it next Sunday, and it is coming home. It's confirmed. Wait, so exactly. And don't forget, third partner of Talking Town. This is this this is this is seamless, boys. For pre-season, this is bloody seamless. <laughs> third partner for Talking Towns, of course, away days beer. Get your Euro 2020 kegs, eight and a half points of absolute loveliness. I know the cruncher, who's obviously the biggest talking town influencer that we've got. Sorry, lads. He's a big fan of away day beers. So uh yeah, don't let, hold that against him. Grab some yourself and check it out. Have you have you had any? Of their range, either of you? Yeah, I had the Ipswich um, um, box uh, a few months ago. I thought it was great, actually. Really yeah, good. I'm. I'm so glad I bought one to give away as a as a prize because I'm not going to give it away. I'm going to have it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pleased I did it. I'm not really like that type of drinker with that type of drink. You no, get you're it? more of an on, on ice whiskey. I like, or, yeah, I like my whiskey. Oh yeah, I thought you would. Also, like, I'm a bit, I'm a bit like in my younger day. Even now, WKD. Like, I like cider. Nah, cider. I, I love, I love a good cider. Don't like yeah, Ali. I love my cider, <laughs> mate. We got listen. When you come round here, there's a cider house in Bridgenorth, just outside Wolverhampton. Fresh cider, you'll love it, mate. I'm telling you. But I spoke to is it Jamie the away days dude. I said, yo, make a non-alcoholic Josh. one. Josh, sorry, apologies. That would be a king. Uh, that that would be a winner. That would. Yeah, I love my. And I buy it. I buy it. But um, he's doing. He's doing. His, he's doing really well, isn't he? So uh, and they, it's very. It's very good marketing, and I like the naming and, and all the different names. I know it's not an Ipswich one, but my favourite one is still Wayne Bruni. <laughs> I've not had name. that one. Yeah, I've it had. Looked, it looked brilliant. 
if you I've had to, I've had the Hoppy Robson, and I wonder if that's the best because of the name as well, because that, that has been the best so far. The um the Shearer one, I won't say the first bit because I always get in trouble. Alan Shearer. Um, yeah, Alan Shearer. Uh yeah, I, I call it Alan Shearer. I mean it's a play on words, but anyway, Cali pre-season. Uh, yes. What are you Good. thinking as you look at the as you look at the group of us, George's thoughts? What are your thoughts? I'm excited, man. Yeah. Like I'll be honest, the whole transfer window and the way everything's gone and the way things are looking to pan out, I'm quite happy. The only thing I was a bit upset or got me a little bit was does like seeing does go because I'm a I'm a fan of his. I thought he could still do something or whatever, and there's a player there, but we move. You know, it's a million quid coming in. That's some clever, clever business, you know, yeah. and that, you know, putting in that um, contract. I still think maybe that was something to do with with Ashton, or even though it happened with the new contract in December, negotiations were more or less done at that point. Mm. Right. So I think there's maybe it wasn't directly done for them, but maybe there was some influence. Maybe they said, look, tie down these assets, get something there so we can cash in later or whatever. But I think there's been some sort of influence there. And that was good, but you know, other than that, you know, some great servants with the club that have gone or whatever. Um, you know, new chapter, new era. I know we said a new era before with Paul Hurst, and then you know that happened. That was fun, but um, I don't know. I, I'm hyped about it because we said it before when the, some of the first signings happened. Yeah, for the first time in a long time, you as an Ipswich fan, your transfers coming in, the clubs that they're coming from. Are vexed like the the play the fans are upset. They're like, what Ipswich? Yeah. The amount of I've got family in West Brom and Wolves. The amount of baggy fans have come up saying, "Are you got oh, wait? You guys still in League One? I thought you in the Championship. What? Hold on, what? Raheem's gone to a League One club. What the hell? Even because apparently Birmingham were also interested in him. So apparently, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he you know was going to go there because it wasn't in Boya's plans when Boya took over. Mm. But there was some interest there, so it's exciting, man. It is. It is. It's nice to not have fans say I'll drive him there because <laughs> that's, how, that's how normally it ends up. You know, we get, we get fans who can't wait to be who rid of them. The, who's the last apart from this season? Okay, you could say KVY, but again, you haven't really seen a lot of KVY. But who's the last signing we made then, excluding KVY, where it's been a similar reaction to what we're seeing this season? Good question, George. Is, is there a name spring to mind for you? I mean, I think Norwood was probably. Close in terms of, I mean, they knew he was going, didn't they? But I think he was he was probably closest in terms of how excited fans were to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly, yeah, possibly, um, yeah. I mean, before that, that one was drawn out, that probably helped as well in terms of it mounting um, uh, the excitement wise. But yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that there's been. I certainly don't think we've seen a, a kind of six players that of the similar quality in the same window, let alone consecutively as signings for the only one I'm not the only only one I'm not like overly like, yeah, I'm loving it or whatever. The two is I've got questions about, but I trust the process or whatever. I've got questions whether they're the starters is the goalkeeper that Vaz is, what's his name? Vaz. Yeah, but he said call him Vash. I saw his his, his little video. Um, And then um, that left back dude, uh, Penny, 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 Penny. The Wednesday fan we had on the show, which you could still watch on the I YouTube channel. That, yeah. He was loving him. He thought mm. it, he was a class player, should be in their first team. A bit like your West Brom fans there, your, your West Brom mates there. Okay, just 
a bit what, what why has he gone there what, what, what's he doing uh, another player that's doing the rounds and we'll, we'll start with this one because obviously we'll, we'll bring on matt from um the rotherham side of the fence in just a second but it's matt it's crooks he's doing the rounds Four hundred thousand pounds is the fee that reportedly has been turned down um before we get his opinion on on the player would you persist or, or would you be moving on at this point of negotiations i'll start with you george 400 grand have said no would you be persistent would you go back in with say half a million maybe 750 or would you say well that's that's that that's it for now july 1st we'll see where we are in two weeks time i can't imagine there's too many transfers that happen uh, in the first with the first uh, offer so i i whether we offered something and and it's been turned down, and whether it was four hundred thousand pass, um, but if if it is, and it was, I can only assume that we think he's worth at least that. I think he's a decent age, isn't he? Is he twenty seven? Is he? Um, he seems a quality player. I think he'd be awesome in in League One from what I've seen of him, and certainly reaction from the the Rotherham fans and the, the other clubs interested seems to suggest that. I would expect that we will potentially go back just because I don't think negotiations necessarily end at, at the first offer if it was. But I, I mean, I, my gut instinct is that, you know, that some of the numbers that people are just throwing out there is we should just pay a million quid and be done with it. Um, uh, equally, the people saying that Rotherham want one plus million pounds for it. You know, in the last year of his contract, they've just gone down to leave one. I I doubt very much whether they're, they're going to get anything like a million pounds for him, but I, I might be way off the mark. So okay. I think I'd go in again, but nothing, nothing too excessive over half a million quid. Okay, put a bit of meat on the bone there, Caddy, for you. So it was 400,000 reported <laughs> by our friends at the EADT. He's 27, so just hitting the prime of his career. He's six foot. He scored a you know a bundle of goals. He's a good, good player, boiler accounts. And apparently Peterborough are also tracking this the is- player. What's his preferred position? Was it in the centre of the ten, or was it? The well, we can ask. We can ask the Rotherham fan when it when it went, in just a okay, second. So, so, in either case, a we need players in that area, mm. right? So you remember we need a squad as well, right? Um, we certainly if, do. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, he's done. He's done. He played all right in the championship. I've seen a few highlight reels like mm-hmm. that. Probably George has as well um, from it from them last season. And I think when he was in there in League One, he, he's a quality. He's clearly something about him in terms of a championship player, whether that's a lower end championship or mid tier championship. I don't know too much about him, but what is clear is he's a championship player there. So, for the sake, because I think if it's four hundred grand there, I think yeah, just bang on there that money there, six hundred k. I think you go, you eventually land on a figure around six hundred thousand. You know. He'll come across here. We'll, we would have got probably about the similar money for downs anyway. So it's a kind of same sort of in and out type of money. So you're not really spending a lot. Um, so we'll I think get, yeah, Trigger. I think, Trigger. <laughs> I think you get him in. He's someone that knows how to score. He knows how to get out of the league as well. Um, he's clearly got like a winning ambition as well, winner's mentality. Because Rotherham, last, last se- not last season, season before when we were with them and they went up, you know they had they, okay they had a, they had a bit up and down season but they had some solid results and they went on a wicked run at the end of the season, mm. which is obviously what got them promoted or whatever. So I'd yeah six hundred k but I agree with George I ain't paying a mill for him right because yes twenty six twenty seven is good he's approaching his prime but I think 
when Ashton manages to pull off 500k for Raheem Harper, who is at the top end of the championship in in their teams, and you know has all that potential as well, and he's younger, then I'd rather spend a mil on someone else like that. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Good evening, Daniel Barnard. Josh, we'll never get him for 600 grand. Far too cheap. Uh, it's a depressed they... market as well. Let's not forget that. Yeah, right? if they double because... that. I mean, you've got Lionel Messi knocking around for fridge. You, you, you've just got to tell them that, right? <laughs> Look, we well, want this think, guy. Do you think Bakay Bakay, he's in Turkey, he's stopping by in Barcelona on his way back? Yeah. Exactly. We need a number ten, don't we? There we go. We number ten. Exactly. That is a bargaining chip, really. You tell Rotherham, you tell, you tell Barry Juggle straight. You say, "Look, we've got Messi on the plane, so give us crooks, or we'll have Messi playing against you twice again next season." Matt, how's that sound, fella? Welcome in. These guys from um, <laughs> he's from New York. Mate. Talk. Welcome in, Matt. I'll drop your uh, your stuff in the chat so the guys and girls can find you, Matt Crooks. Kelly doesn't know a lot about him. Uh, neither do I, to be honest with you. To paint a picture of him, is he? what is he? Who is he? And is he a good player? Uh, he's a very good player. I love Crooksy. Um, he can play just about anywhere in, in the middle of the pitch. Uh, you could play him as a box-to-box number eight. You could play him as just behind the front two. You could play him as a second striker. He has played out in the wing, but I wouldn't do that because <laughs> that's just daft. Um, but he's, he's six-foot summer. His nickname's The Tree. But because yeah, of his size, he was, yeah, listen, he just, we had a we had a guy called Ollie Hawkins. We call him the tree. So uh, yeah, please not to say. Just you know, well, he's, 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 gamesmanship though because they, they know Paul Cook really values fitness work well what do you mean two hours before that there's a video of Paul Cook saying get fucking fit lads you gotta fucking you just gotta put, put in Ipswich Town Paul Cook fitness and it comes up probably with they weren't fit I want to do this I want to do that and he's, he's famous for it and if you know football you know football circles they all talk to each other you know that Cali you know after squad but you know it, it almost seems like I don't know Matt that We've got a player here who can run for days. You like players that can run for days. We'll get the fan base talking about how fit he is and maybe we can try and move it along in the press a little bit. Hey, yeah, that last year, this, this is this is just Crooksy. He is just the Mr. Fitness. And if you know Rotherham United, you know Paul Ward, former fitness mm. coach. We are the fittest team going. If we wouldn't have COVID last year, our fitness would have carried us through because of that, because we've only games and whatnot. Um, no, Crooks is... It's always been the case last year. Like I said, he, got, he had the record last year and this year. Right, they might have fudged it, but he has gone faster this year, apparently. So he's, uh, so he's a machine, that lad. Yeah. <laughs> you're saying, obviously, he plays like a load of positions, a load of different positions. Mm. In your opinion, obviously, having watched him week in and week out, where's mm. his where's his strongest position? Where does he where does he make the most impact? Um, For me, as a 10, just behind... Just behind aced big man or behind two strikers. Um, See, last season, he linked yeah. up. We had, I had Michael Smith, that target man. He, he linked yeah. up with him fantastically well last season. So, what was his stats? What was his stats? Do we have his stats last year or whatever? Uh, nine goals and four or five assists, something like that. Oh, he'll do for me. I mean, that's yeah. that's enough. Our top goal scorer. That's in the championship. That's the thing, isn't it? In terms of the size of the amount of money we're talking about, that is the 
that is the spot that we're one of the spots that we're lacking. Certainly, it's still the spot that we're lacking through the middle. I think is is that number ten player that, that, that we we've got a pretty packed central midfield at the moment, but they're um, most of them are holding or defensive or box that to box. That may scope of the messy deal then. Yeah, what's going on there, Matt? What, what, why, why is he even being spoken about? You know, in terms of going from one league one team to another league one team, because you know, as you say, he's got so many goals in the championship. He's he's fit as they come. What, what's the Rotherham perspective in this? And thinking, well, what's going on? We're a club. We sort of know where we are. We we're aware that we have to bring players in for not much money, and probably will move on to bigger and better things. Uh, you look at in the past with Semi Ajayi, we got for nothing, literally nothing from Cardiff. He's been a Premier League player. Will Volts mm. got for minimum from Scotland, two, two or three million from Cardiff from that point of view. So is there an acceptance of us, especially when we get relegated, that our best players may end up leaving? What we need to make sure we do is not sell on the cheap. That's that's the key for us. That's fine. If best players are going to go, in best sense of the word, good luck. If Cooksey goes, fantastic. Good luck to you, lad. I would like to see him go to the championship. I think he's earned a second shot at the championship. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see him go to you guys because I hope we're going to be challenging you. What do you think he's worth? Yeah. <laughs> in the million. A million plus. We wanted three million in January and when we were in the championship. But now, I, we've, we've gone down, so the price has gone down. I fully mm-hmm. accept that. Has it gone down by more than half? That's... To go down by fifty percent in a few months is a big, big drop, and he's not played worse. He's continued to improve during that time. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised because, well, I know he's not. So there was a quote in our local newspaper saying that we want a million pounds for Mike, for Michael Smith, and the, the quote was the Millers want considerably more for Matt Crooks. So right. I, it's a bit, I, I, I would think one point five will go. You're a salesman, Matt, because you're uh, you're certainly <laughs> selling him to me without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, Michael Finch, we're, we're, we're a player called Weon Edwards who holds the mm. world world record for a free kick reaching the edge of, edge of space. It's <laughs> probably true. Look on on uh, on the archives for that. Stephen Pratt, this is the last chance for a fear. Get keeping him, but he's going to he's going to go regardless. Three million. Lee Anderson's not having any of that, but I can certainly no, believe but to be it. Fair, he said that he said that's in January when there's in the championship. Mm. Mm. So he's not saying that now. But he's 27 uh, though, Cal. You know, he's he's in the prime, and you, if you, you're only going to get better, touch wood injuries, you know, p- permitting. So maybe so. we've got to offer seven figures by the sounds of it, right? We've got to offer are we, seven are figures. To, are we in the market for? We're, we're still a league one. I know, you know, I know we're not worried for for money. We got money, man. We're, we're making it rain. <laughs> we got money. Fucking making it rain everywhere, man. Absolutely. realistic. That that sounds like he's being priced out of a move to League One, which which may very well be, you know, by design because he may he may. Well, it, well it, it's clearly got the quality to be a Championship player because that's the other thing I was going to ask you, mate. Was like, obviously, if your players get relegated, we've had relegation, um, <laughs> right? And when we got relegated down to League One, you know, your best players go. And for us, it was the big one was uh, our keeper. He left. And, you know, seeing him go, sorry, Martin needs a moment here. Um, <laughs> he's got a little room in his house with a little shrine for him with a gold. <laughs> I actually uh, have. <laughs> so, obviously, seeing him being linked with Ipswich, who are another League One team challenging, we're not, you know, I don't think we're going to be favourites to go up or whatever, but we'll certainly be at the top six in terms of our odds. You've probably got probably better odds in terms of going up, but then why is there no other championship club sniffing around, or do you think that there is? And and 
what would your thoughts be on him going to a League One club over a Championship club? Uh, I think Paul, in fact, Paul Cook's in charge of Elps. He knows League One. And Crooks is the type of player to help you get out of League One because of all the things we've already spoken about. Mm. Um, it was linked with Forrest in January. The three million quid top was what we wanted from Forrest in January. Chris Hewitt, again, he seems a bit of a Chris Hewitt type of player. He gets goals from midfield. They'll get a striker to fit in with that, that method as well. It's been linked with Peterborough. Uh, we're not shy of spending money, Peter, but to be fair, they, <laughs> we know how much they've spent on the players in the past. And they, they're a sort of model we can aim for by 500k itself for 8 million quid or whatever it is for Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I would be disappointed to see him go to you guys just because you're in League One. I, I accept you've got to pay much more money than we can afford to pay him and everything else. My worry is that you guys seem to mean business this summer. And if a club like Ipswich can mean business, because you've got the cash, we've seen we, we're like when we, we were in the same league as Wolves all the years ago. If you can yeah. spend the cash in the right places and give the right wages to the right players, a club like Ipswich can walk this league. You've got to get that right. And Crooksy is Crooksy would be the right type of player. I don't want to see you get him, but he would be the right type of player. Can you mention your come? I was going to say, who did you sign him for, from, and what, how much was it? Uh, Northampton when he was in League Two for two hundred grand. So got so 600, 600 grand of profit, take it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure what that car is to do, sadly. But you mentioned the odds there, Cali. You guys can figure it out. <laughs> Absolutely. Rotherham, <laughs> currently 14 to 1 for the League One title. Um, which, which if, if you're a better man, Matt, I don't know if you are, but if you were, would you take would you take that? What, what What's the current asset test amongst the Rotherham fans in, you know, in the sense of this year for you guys? If we didn't lose anybody then I think that's probably about right. We'll be we'll be up there. If we keep Crooks and we keep Michael Smith, we'll be fat. We'll be certainly minimum playoffs. Uh, I suspect they'll both go. But then it, that creates a problem because if they both go, we've got, we've got, we'll have loads of money to spend it on. I mean, a reasonable amount of money to spend. Club, when clubs know you've got two million quid from two players, the price goes up another few hundred grand. And we're not really known for selling our club records, 400 grand, something like that. We're not, we're not, we're not big spenders. Um, we've not signed anybody yet, but again, because we haven't let anybody go yet, it's not really a worry. But if it gets to the 1st of August and we've lost one of Crooks or Smith or Freddie Lapos might go or a couple others, then that becomes a worry. It's a really strange transfer window, isn't it? If for top clubs in League One and League Two, it's a really strange transfer window so far. So quiet. I, I don't recall a transfer window ever being this quiet before. It's really strange. Mm. Yeah, up and down the league. Is there anywhere, when you look at your team and you know all things being as they were, no pieces of the puzzle being moved, mm. you think, okay, we're weak here or we're short here. Um, anywhere particularly at the moment stands out as an area of need for you guys? Uh, we're probably short in bodies in striker. We've got three strikers at the minute. It's Michael Smith. <laughs> well, that might be... That, there you go. There's a reason some of our players were kept on. Obviously, so. we we sold one of our better strikers in Aaron Drun, and he went to Leighton Orient. Um, mm. Martin was quite upset. About oh, God, no, I wasn't. <laughs> no, I really was not. Actually, I, he, every, every every time we watch Drun play, Matt, it, I, I used to, I always used to think maybe there's a chance for me. Yeah, <laughs> so it's always nice to one of them players, and it? it always gives you hope. <laughs> I had more goals than him at Palmer Road for a, for a good part of the season, and I wasn't playing any games. So it says its own story. So you say striker? Sorry, Matt. Carry on. Yeah, we've got three. We've got two senior strikers and a kid coming through. Could be a fantastic striker, but he is a kid, and you can't be going into a season normally playing two up top with three mm. strikers. So we're going to need at least one body in there. Uh, we're probably short in the in the 
standard midfield. We had Lewis Wing last year from Middlesbrough, who were an amazing, amazing player. He's not going to come down to League One, so we need to somehow replace him. Defensively, we're pretty sound. We, we maybe need a right back. We're trying to spend a bit of money on some lad from Scotland. Um, but it's just back up. As it stands, it's just back up. We need a backup left back. We need a backup right back. We need a backup striker. And we could do another body in midfield. The core of the squad is not far off what got us promoted. So we just had a little bit of things in, in places, then there's no reason why we shouldn't be where we were last year, in theory. Lovely. Can you go up against Slimmer? Looking forward to it? Have you, uh, you looking forward to get back in the New York Stadium? I can't wait. We've got our first pre-season friendly next Saturday against the local Parkgate team. I've got my ticket already. I can't, I can't wait to back in a crowd of fans again. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I was the same as you. I bought tickets for our, our first friendly next week. And then the wife said it's her birthday. I had to get a refund. I felt like I was ashamed of myself after all that time away from a football stadium. There I was on the phone saying, can I have a refund, please? <laughs> Crazy. George, anything to ask before we let Matt enjoy the rest of his Thursday night? No, I mean, I, I, the only thing I was going to say is that I guess there's there's some element of, of urgency, if that's the right word, in terms of getting your, your crooks and, and Smith business done. If, if you've not done a lot of business so far, and, and as you say, you don't want to go too far into mid-July um, or, heaven forbid, August without having filled those spots if you're going to lose them. So I guess there might be movement in the next sort of week or so, I guess. So from, from your end, you must be expecting it as much as, as we are, like if you guys want to get it done. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think pre-season is when things start getting serious, isn't it? You know, transfers, everybody's out of contract now, so that'll start a bit of movement. Um, yeah, I, I want, ideally, I think this goes for every club. We want it all sorted. We want the big players sorted by first game of the season. I don't want to question marks. I think, going back to Crooks, at the start of last season, they were linked with a few players. And the first few games that season, it was quite clear his head had been turned a little bit. Not for not for very long, but there were a few games. And we can't be going out into league. It's a tough league this one. League one is, a, is a, going to be a really fun league this year. Tough, but fun. Yeah. And we can't be carrying that to start with. So it needs sorting as soon as possible. But every other yeah. club says that as well. Perfect. Well, Matt, good luck for the year. Thanks for coming on. Hope to speak to you again soon, except obviously twice during the season where I hope you get really absolutely stuck. <laughs> and yourself. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate you very much. Support for Talking Town is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Hold up, fellas. I don't think we've quite understood what I'm talking about here. We've gone years in the UK without using the right tools for the job. Long gone are the days of a razor blade in the mirror. No more shall we look like Sideshow Bob down there. Manscaped have redesigned the electric trimmer. Their engineering team have perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and have just released the new and approved Lawnmower 3.0 in the UK. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents because nobody wants a bloodbath in the bathroom. Did I tell you? It's got waterproof technology so you can dim those lights, get yourself in the shower and groom to your heart's content. Whatever you do, however you do it, do it with Manscaped's Lawnmower 3.0 and don't forget, you can get 20% off and free delivery with the code TT. Manscaped.com. Make your testies their besties.
Anderson bringing the mood down. My missus loves a tickle on the nose. Uh, but not everyone's does, so Manscaped, get it in, guys, um, as Lewis did earlier. Jim, can you get it? It was, an, it was an Ipswich badge. Lee Anderson, no Manscaped for me. Lee, if you get Manscaped, you will be allowed to sit on that sofa, my friend. I can promise you. She, she, the wife will allow you to sit anywhere you want. She's worried. She's worried he's shedding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly it, mate. Absolutely spot on. Right. We've got lots to cover still. Slim Downs coming up. But first of all, I asked Matt there from Rotherham, who is really, really insightful. I'm glad he could come on and say thanks, Matt. Early expectations. So I'm going to ask both of you, what are your early expectations from this group? Particularly after manager Paul Cook today said, preseason is exciting, but building a team takes time. See, you see my chin there? I've got a, I've got a steady chin. The dog just really lamped me one there. So Anthony Joshua, so I, I rode through it. I rode through it. It's fine. There's no, uh, there's no George Groves here, my friends. There's no glass jaw. Uh, so yeah, Callie, what are your expectations? I mean, so first of all, let's unpack the comment in terms of what he said with, um, uh, you know, to build a squad, it takes time, right? Yeah. Now, that's what, we, you know, I think that's what we've been saying all, all along, which is, you know, it's not going to be one transfer window. We know that. And I think that's what he's trying to say. Like, he's going to build a team, but he's going to build a team over the year. So there'll be some transfers in January that will come. That will probably be here when, we go, when we're in the championship next season as well, mm-hmm. right? So in terms of what I think, in terms of what this squad can do, well, this it's not just going to be this squad come 7th of August when we're playing Morecambe, or maybe even 6th, it might be moved to Friday. So if it move, whenever the game is, whenever we play them, right, you know, whatever, yeah, it will take time for the, the squad to gel. I hope that we don't do what we normally do, which is run 100 mile an hour. We sprint for the first 100 metres and we forget it's a marathon. And then we always tail off every season since I can remember, like, you know, last 10 years or whatever. That's always been Ipswich Town. I'd like to see us get that sprint at the end. I honestly feel that the group of players, that will be there on the first, at the beginning of the season and by the end of the season, will be champions. That's what I feel. Wow, okay. That's yeah, a Harry, fucking champions. Yeah. <laughs> George's eyes bulge there. I'm going bold. All of that leading up to that, Callie, I thought you were going to say, you know, be, you, you'd be happy with playoffs, but you wouldn't be massively... Listen, Listen I ain't going to be happy with playoffs. Listen, top two top two will be like, a okay, cool. I'm, I'm not going to be upset at top two. I, I want the top trophy. We're back in the stadium. I get what they did. All the owners, the free lines, they're very smart. They thought, you know what, let's delay the deal till the end of the season, so the season's gone. <laughs> We'll start next season because it's not fair. Ipswich fans have been waiting to see a trophy. It's not fair to lift a trophy in an empty stadium. So they said, once, you know, let's get COVID out of the way. That's all done. We dodged COVID like that. Right. And now all of a sudden, fans are back in the stadium. We'll be there in May watching whoever our captain is and lifting the trophy. Right. Love we'll it. All right. Jem says players at the very least. Ben Moore, nor to score more than 10 goals. Uh, Stephen yeah. Perry's best as possible. Jelly and getting used to it takes time. Stephen, don't get splinters sat on that fence, my man. Now some opinions to the Mars. What are you saying? As best as possible. What's that? 11th? 8th? It's improvement. Uh, <laughs> no, it's Harry, yeah. I like your optimism, but we ain't winning the first 10. Gem, this league was so shit last year. I don't year. mind that. I don't mind not winning the first 10. It's it, it, Win the last 20. You know what I mean? Because that's what we weren't doing. Absolutely. Uh, last year, we made the players with three more wins. Surely we could sort that, 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 sort that out this year. You say that, Kelly, and I think we'll probably unpack that as we go towards the start of the season. But for me... You need a bit of a, a good start just because fans oh, yeah. won't forget what happened back in the last year. 
could go and keep his job if if there's ten games. If the same ten games as the last ten games that we played, yeah. he can't he can't afford that. But he won't have that. He's had. Don't forget when he come in, he was getting like bit part training sessions here and there because of the fixture pile up. He's got six solid weeks of preseason mm-hmm. that he's putting him through the paces. Right, we'll see. You know, you get yeah, you've got a friendly against that team in Kent on on Saturday or whatever. Then we got these Stevenage and was it West Ham or someone that we're talking about as well. There was Possibly. another. There was another st- Premier League. It's Colchester. Oh, Premier League team. It's not we Colchester, is it? Um, speaking of which, I saw Chambo's Instagram earlier. Him a little, uh, little, little judge yeah, offering an adventure. Um, bless him. Oh no, bless. Take <laughs> your lunch, uh, George. Expectations for you? I know you're. You're quite grounded normally, so I'm looking forward because Cali is winning the league. Um, I'd love us to win the league. I'll be there. Um, yeah, what, yeah I think I, I'm ex- I have expectations of, of at least the top six. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it. I'm really, really impressed with the business that we've done so far, um, and I'm equally excited about the business that, that we're likely to do um, over the next. No, six or eight weeks, however long it is, until the end of the window. So, I think if they keep going the way they're going, my my expectations may very well increase over over that time. The the only thing will be getting them to play together, and and hopefully not getting any of them so late in the day that they're not fit enough for Paul Cook to to you know for them to do what Paul Cook wants them to do. So, um, yeah, I, I think top six, I dove top four. Um, I know there's four spaces in there that all mean playoffs, but if we're if we're battling for the top two, then I'll be delighted come the end of when, the season. When, 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 when Callie says when. Jim, Cook's drawing the side to last the course, no drop off this year, please. Uh, Lee says if Norris starts to go to the right players mm. behind him, giving him service. Is he going to be starting? I hope Sorry not. to interrupt. I, hope I, think we're, I think we'll. What's, what about that? What about Bon Appetit? What about him? Like he's I like that. You like, like that? One? No one wrong with that headline. I was disappointed. No one said Bon Appetit. I was like, what's going on? We here? can uh, we could smack that on a t-shirt, George. But let's throw that down in the notepad. Bon Appetit. I like that. I like that but a lot. Is he? Because was it Harry put a comment in there saying you know he's one of us, so he's gonna he'll have that hunger and you know that kind of desire that we thought about with our academy lads or whatever. Said he would he's himself, didn't he? So it's, it'd be interesting. But is he? Because I understand he's a striker with more than a ten anyway. So he is a striker. Yeah. Is he going to be? Is he in the team? Because Cook ain't playing with two strikers, or is Norwood in the team? Who's your number one striker? George, I'm half tempted to say someone else. Um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we if we sign. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if if we sign another striker. I think I think Bon is in there to be a squad player, but. Potentially, um, and I mean, I think we need three three good quality forwards um, who can potentially shift around that front three a bit, um, mm-hmm. but and, and potentially into into the number ten because at the moment we don't have anyone that can play in that role. So even if we get Crooks, um, it, it, you know, is he going to fill that space the whole season? So I reckon I, I would think that forward is still on our list. Um, I'm not, you know. I'm, I'm making that up, but just because I, I'm not sure that Norwood's shown enough. He's 30. Bon has not ever been prolific. So do you reckon? I, yeah, do you reckon that? Sorry, Karen, sorry. No, go on. Oh, I was going to say, but do you reckon Norwood 
like anyone else, that is, um, the injury side, do you reckon we're going to see a bit more consistency with players now rather than even... I don't know what was going on, whether, whether they were bad advice or they're rushing back or whatever, but the injury, you know, it's Injury Town Football Club for a long time, right? So Too long. Too now long. now we're now we've got like proper sports science people and proper people knowing what they're doing and proper fitness people. Do you reckon that maybe that would have an impact and maybe Cook's thinking, well if I can get Norwood fit for, you know, seventy five percent, eighty percent of the season, you know, there's twenty, thirty goals there. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean I think if, if we can keep Norwood fit then well, I think 10, 10 plus goals, even if he's coming on as a as a sixty fifth minute sub. You'll get like, more out of him, won't you? Yeah, exactly. If, 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 if a striker that plays on his own, I can only imagine the amount of work they have to do in a Paul Cook team. So I, I would expect a, a striker to be, you know, not necessarily playing full ninety minutes. Every, I think every. I think Lee makes a great point, George. It's, I think he might start behind him, but it's interesting because it's, it's what we need instead of the crap we had like Drinnen. Hawkins, like where it was so predetermined, where there was no real training camp competition. Well, he thinks nothing, you know. It was... He thinks Bond's going to start behind Norwood or Nor's behind Bond. I'm not quite sure. Lee answered it. He can answer that in the chat. But I just think it's interesting to have that that conundrum again at our football mm. club, where you're looking like, at the right side, for example. You could again, you got KBY and you got Wes Burns. Wes Burns played some of his best stuff reportedly according to, you know, I think Nappers was telling us at right at right back as an attacking right back. Does that mean yeah. KVY is not going to play because of his injury record or does that mean he shifts out to the left or is that a, a, an intriguing battle to watch as we go through pre-season? Again, we've got these battles emerging which means you've got depth and we need depth with 50 or 60. Again, width is, width is somewhere that we need to we need to bolster ourselves right yeah. like you, you look at our, our wide attacking mm. players I, I know kvy can get forward and i think penny can get forward as well looks like he can take a hell of a set piece um but left wing right wing uh, it's we're really short in the wide areas We've never had, we need at least two, two wingers we ain't had we ain't had wingers like for a while like proper wingers like the last winger we really signed was Gwee. do you know what i mean and that was like our last season in the championship. Before that, we've had some great wingers on the left, all loanies. Mm. You know what I mean? But um, having, you know, I'm excited to see Wes Burns. I think he'll play more of an attacking role. Yeah, I um, um, And, you know, whether Bond then goes out on the left um, or, or whatever from there. But I think we do need some more. That front, that kind of front four, the striker and the three behind him. We need a bit more depth in there, I think. That's the thing, uh, you know, George said at the beginning of the show, we're quite good in, in strength in terms of within our central midfield area. Because the other option is, you know, your number 10 is, does he see uh, his fellow Scouse and the ginger, your favourite, the ginger Pirlo, John Nolan? Uh, yeah, I think people are jumping again a little bit there with, 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 with John. I think he's coming back from a bad injury. That would take its, that would take its own recovery time and getting back. And he's not seen him. So... Mm. In a lot of ways, it's it's a it's a new signing for for Paul Cook. He was looking forward to working with him when he took over. Yes, but anyone could say that once they knew the player was injured. In all due respect, it's very easy to say oh, I was looking forward to working with him without really seeing him and saying, "Oh well, I don't trust him either." So yeah, it's an intriguing one. I don't think he's a number ten though. Again, uh, I think many people have seen his record at Shrewsbury and just assumed, "Ah, number ten. I think he's more of a Ricky Harper. Well, I think he plays deeper. He picks the ball up. 
Yeah, he does pick up the ball, but I, I didn't want to spend too much on Nolan. But on Nolan there, his best football he's played of his career has been at that season at Shrewsbury where he played as a 10. That was mm. his best season, but there was Shrewsbury. And a lot of other things were going in the in Shrewsbury's It was Shrewsbury in League One. The centre-forward was a really good player who, who does some good things. Talking really of good one. players, Flynn Downs. I know me and you bat- butted heads on this one, <laughs> um, which is what we love to on Talking Towns. What it's, what it's all about. It was about different opinions. Um, where are we on this one? Reportedly, Peter Brub, we've got a Peterborough fan who watches us quite a lot. So what can you tell him? He will be getting. Should should he move? Are you are you wanting him to move? Are you not wanting him to move? Where where are you well, on Flynn Downs? So, I'll start with George first, Kelly, because yeah, I, okay. I, I mean, we get into it a little bit. But George, what do you think? Be the I, I missed your I, I missed your uh, your set two, so I don't know which side I'm going to follow. Oh, it, think... it wasn't a set two compared to what other people on this platform get up to. <laughs> but, you know, um, I, I I've got loads of time for Flynn Downs. Actually, I, I think he's I think he's a good player. I just think he's another. And, and this is just my stock answer for everyone at the moment, but I, I just think it it might be time for a fresh start for him. I, I he, he leaves with absolutely no ill will whatsoever, um, but I suspect he will leave. Uh, you know, we, we were talking the other day on, on Twitter that um, my, my opinion is if he if he wanted to go last summer, um, then uh, and if he still doesn't really want to stick around in Ipswich then uh, then fine then we should we should let him go not let him go for free not let him go on a jeep um you know recognize him for the for the quality of footballer that he can be um and sell him for a price that's reasonable as I'm sure Mark Ashton will but I I don't think we should keep him just for the sake of keeping him like I say the the midfield at the moment I think is looking pretty solid particularly if Crooks or or a Crooks type comes in um yeah i think it's probably time for for downs to have a to have a fresh start somewhere solid but thin cali um no uh what in terms of our midfield or in terms of him? yeah in terms of if you get a couple of injuries which we're famous for to to evans and and harper who have you got stepping in you've got nolan and you've got you haven't got gibbs anymore you've got mcgavin You'll have you'll have a few more coming in that'll bolster it, right? Mm-hmm. There'll be there, there there will be you know probably another four or five signings that will come through that door, and I, I think you'll probably see a centre back, couple of central midfielders, and like some fluid play, uh, forward players. So like whether they can play cam left or right or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, coming back to the subject in terms of uh, Flynn Downs, got nothing against him. Right, you know, Ipswich, Ipswich Academy pro, uh, dude come through the ranks. I, I'm not disappointed to see him go. I would cash in on a couple of reasons. So one is you don't want to keep an unhappy player, right? Um, his head was turned last year. You know, there's no doubt about that. Um, you know, to so much so that Paul Lambert couldn't even pick him to play. So, and that's no, you know, that's not a criticism of him. He's a young lad, you know, he's going from saying, okay, I'm earning £4,000 or whatever to Crystal Palace are going to like 10 times my wage or something like that. I'm playing the Premier League, all this. Mm-hmm. And I get it. It can be disheartening because you've seen people like Calvin Phillips, who are now in the England team that were playing the Championship last year and now in the Premier League. You know, English players coming through and there's a dream, Ollie Watkins as well. You know, you've got yeah. lots of these players, right? That you know, when you get the stage, you know it's it, anything's possible. Now he wants to go, let him go. I agree with George. We don't, we're not, we're not the, we're not the, uh, we are, you know, we're not like the selling club that we used to be all the time. So you have to get a good price for it. 
all this talk about uh, seven figures, I think we'll be lucky to get that. I think I genuinely think the reason we got seven figures for Doz, we'd probably got half that, right? But the reason we got seven figures because is because of that contract clause that was inserted. There was no way QPR would have given us a million for Doz, um, no. you know, otherwise, right? But this is where, like, so I said it at the top of the show, I was a bit upset about it when, you know, he's gone now, we'll move on, right? But, um, you know, I was upset that Doz went. Now, when I'm at Premier League club and I'm looking at two types of midfielders or even championship clubs, I'm looking at two types of midfielders. Those ones that are going to unlock a defence or those passes and stuff like that, which is, you know, where we haven't seen it from Andre. And remember, this was his debut season, but we haven't really seen it for from Andre. But you, you're hoping that's the potential. This is what he can do. Yeah. They're, they're, they are they are fewer than your box-to-box engine midfielders, which Flynn Downs is. So I don't mean any disrespect to Flynn Downs, but Flynn Downs is a dime a dozen. There's, there's, you know, we've replaced him with Lee Evans. He's not getting in the team in front of Lee Evans, as an example, or in front of Rakeem Harper. So he's not going to sit on a bench. So he needs to go. And the interesting thing is we're talking about the clubs that have been linked with Flynn Downs. And I think this is quite telling, you know, take 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 what you will from it, is the clubs that have been linked with him are Peterborough, so championship, just gone up championship. So, you know, probably favourites for relegation and stuff like that. Um, Oxford, Wigan and Sheffield Wednesday. So all those are League One clubs. Barnsley's called off. But they're interested. There was a report they were interested, so, you know. Yeah, but then you could say that about, you know, Palace were interested in whatever last year, but that was last year. I, I think well, that's called more up. closely. You know, it's it's if a close was, contact, isn't it? Than, than last yeah, year, if but... I was if I was Flynn and Barnsley coming, that's the move you go for, right? That is the it's move the you moment, go for. Yeah. But at the moment, again, if I'm Flynn and those are the clubs offering me, you you go to you go to posh, like you go you go play championship football, put yourself in the window there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Find a, so they will know, sell you. Yeah, and they're a selling club. If they can pick you up for like under a million quid and sell you for four or five million quid, that's a good bit of business for them. You know, wish him the best of luck. But again, I think a lot of it was people we've had a kind of academy tinted glasses on. You know, he had a great season in our first season in League One against He's our best player. Yeah, but why? Because it's Colt, and I'll say this because he played with Cole Scoos. Scoos helped him. He needs that type of player. So, would you agree with what Ben King says here? Then I rate that Downs. I think Dazell made him look bad. No, I, I ain't gonna have a bad word about Dazell on this point. But no, I, I don't. I don't because he's played. See what I did there. People. I did. I'm I did. sorry. I, I don't know what to say, so I'm chatting shit for a second while I go. I know. I, mean, I know. And I thought, you know what? I got him. I got him on the rope. Let's Carl Frotch him here. The, the, the whole the whole team last year capitulated. They fell apart, right? They did. Dazelle has been asked to play a different role, right? Dazelle's moved used to going forward, right? He hadn't mastered crab football, right? Like Colescuse. <laughs> when you've mastered crab football, like Colescuse did, it, it freed up Flynn. You know, but if my biggest highlight of Flynn Down, and this is probably the only standout moment I've got of him, is August, our first season in League One. I think it's about August time. He's playing at home to Shrewsbury 3 0. He, he uh, sets off the counter attack and he's finishing it with a diving header in the opposition uh, box or whatever. So that's probably my one standout highlight. He's not been like, you know, all this shit about Flynnadine's downs and shit like that. Like, come on, behave, man. Like, that's, your, that, that's your academy tinted glasses. All right, let's get Stephen's view. Stephen, welcome in. Your view on Flynn Downs. You've heard Callie's, you've heard George's. Where are you on the debate? 
well, I, 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 I take, well, I think about what Paul Cook said today and he said the door's up. This is where now, if Darren wants to be here, he knocks on Paul Cook's door and says, I want to work out for this team. I want to get in this team. If he does, kudos to him. If he doesn't, we know he wants an easy ride. The opportunity is there. Paul's cooked open, Paul Cook has opened the door for any of these players to say, if you want to work out and get in my team, the door's open. So now it's the ball's in their corner. They want to do that, fine. They don't want to knock on Paul Cook's door. The other door's there. The exit door is there. You know, we can't anymore have any more sympathy for players who don't want to cut the mustard, who don't want to do the hard, hard yards. You know, I've, I've, I've lost count of the amount of pods we were on last year complaining the fact that our players never showed up. You know, do we want to keep going down this road? always did. No, he didn't. When he was on the field, he was more likely to get sent off. <laughs> doing it now. He looked like That's... a dude on a stag do half the time. Like, you tackle all that fucking over here. He, he went on the field. He, he, looked, he always looked so angry. Yeah. He was always going to do something reckless. No, Stephen, I don't think he was a bad player for us. Like the whole seat, the whole team was bad, right? But I don't think he's this standout central midfielder. Just because he was a a better player of what we had then, the whole team's gone. He's building a new team. I agree. No one there, no one there that was there last season, with the exception of Dazel and Jack Lancaster. No one stayed at the same level. They've all gone down a level. Like said, everyone must be released. I said this, and I said, I, I, I said it publicly, and I'll stand by it. At the end of the day, even in bad teams, good players stand out. You good players at... do. Young players don't. Huh? Good players do. Young players don't. Young players are all about development. You always you're get saying, this until they emerge. Look at look at look at Declan Rice. He wasn't all he was on Tuesday night. Come on, let's get realistic. If you're still trying to convince me, yeah, that Downs is a young player. When you've got Saka playing for England at his age, yeah? You're oh, Jesus a Christ. So I've got a Yaris on the driveway. They mean I should have a Merc. Like, no, really? it. Scott's wife. He's younger than James, and he played a damn sight better. He stood out. Is he going to the Championship Club? No, it's just... That, to be fair, Downs isn't here either. <laughs> Being rumoured, though, like, are yeah, we no, not no, in no, danger of throwing the baby out with the bathwater? Because no. Where's the what? Okay, right, George, you're, 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 you're be a mediator in this. George, I'm just watching, yeah. What <laughs> will, surely with Flynn Downs, a young player, Luke Wolfenden, players such as that, they were young, developing. Mm-hmm. Surely it's about what they could be as a club you're looking at. What could this player be in, I'll, I'll narrow it from five to three years' time. If he's going to be good enough for you in the championship in three years' time, shouldn't they be the sort of players you're looking to, to keep hold of and and nurture and grow and develop, particularly when you've got some investment behind. You know, I'm like, I, it always comes back to to the mental attitude for me, and that's not his attitude in terms of not wanting to to play or being too aggressive or whatever it is. I think if his time's done at Ipswich, he'll know. And, and to be honest with you, I, I trust Cook He's enough. He's a third tier and... player with a second tier team after him. I'd, I, I love this club. I'd be the first one handing the transfer request in. Well, not anyone that sits here and says differently, I think, is just being very naive. No. What, 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 hang on a second. What, what, what are you arguing there? So, what do you mean? Like, well, you're saying his time is done. So, I, I'm saying that if I'm saying that if if he if he thinks that his time is done, if he doesn't want to be at Ipswich, then why would we want him? Yeah, because that's the thing. You want, you don't want to keep an unhappy player. I, 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 like, I don't manage football teams, but I've managed enough teams that if, if somebody showed, made any kind of sound to me that they didn't want to be in the team and, and we couldn't fix that. And, and you know, it was a, a year ago that he started making those noises, if not longer ago. 
it was a year ago that we all knew about it. If if he's still making those noises, then we haven't managed to to you know with a reasonable amount of investment behind us and with all of this positivity behind the club and with this what we're told is one of the best managers at this level around. If those things combined can't convince anyone to want to play for Ipswich Town, then why would they? What are we going to do? But but then why would we want to keep him? What do you oh, want? What? What, what, why just you you just, don't work for a business because of the people that you work for and the company that you work for, don't you? You've convinced no, Rakeem no, 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 Harper. You've convinced Rakeem Harper to come to us, right? So very. No, I don't think there's bargaining power because he he had he's a championship player, right? He could you know if we're saying Downs is a championship player and that's what he's got in his locker, he was there and he could have been at any you know well not any club but. But it's a move, Kelly. Rakeem Harper's coming, they're coming down to a new contract. So a new contract under new owners. We don't know what that is. And that's one man's coin is one man's coin. Downs is getting a chance to improve his playing chances, his ability of player around him, and also his financial terms. Like He's, he's under contract. He can't go to uh, Brett Johnson and say, Brett, since you've taken over, there's more money, I want a new contract. He could, but Brett could also say, you're under contract, piss off. Like, if if a, if a club from a second tier is interested, it's a chance to improve. Yeah, I get that. Well. But then, but then think, everyone's going to have... He should go. Do, what, what do you think he should do, Martin? I think he's doing exactly what I would do. Right. Hey, yeah. these guys are after me. If 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 you if you two can agree a bid, I'm open to going. I want to go to a, to a, to a team that's better than us at the moment. Aren't we all arguing There's, the same thing, then? Well, no, because you're saying you're saying he wants to go, so he should go. That's it. He wants out. He wants out. He can't be sold. Division. That's what you're saying. What no, you're saying. But I'm you saying I'm not going to hold it against him. I'm not going to hold it against him. You're all saying, oh, he wants to go. He's handling two transfer requests. Uh, no, no, he should no, go. That's it. That's it. Not happy. I'm saying because you ain't got many. You ain't got many. No, I have no ill will. I'm not saying he should get out. Like it, I don't think we should offload him just just for the sake of offloading him. I don't think we should. But what I'm saying is, if it, it, it feels like we're all arguing the same thing, which is that it's the right move for everyone. If he wants to move on, great. If we want to move him on, great. If somebody else wants him and he wants to go there, then great. Like I, I equally, if he turns out tomorrow and says, you know what, I'm 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 well up for sticking around here because I've seen Rakeem tearing the place up and and. Lee and Wes, you know, are, are sound guys. Then I, I'm I'm well up for this. I'm going to stick around. I don't think he wants. I don't think he. I don't think he wants to play for Paul Cook. That's the vibe I'm here. I, I get right, right. So I don't think he wants to play for Paul Cook. Like you said, he's had his head, head turned. He probably holds a bit of resentment towards Ipswich or whoever because the Palace. You know, he could have been playing Premier League. He's not. You know, so he's going at lower Championship clubs. You haven't got many sellable assets in our playing roster. You know, a lot of them are going for undisclosed fee because, you know, it's a deposit on a small house or whatever. That's it, right? And I'm talking prices in the Midlands, not down Ipswich. So that that's the that's the kind of money that we're selling people for. So if you can get a half a million or a million, that's money that play don't want to be here. He's he clearly thinks it, you know. It's not. I don't think it's a case that he doesn't like Ipswich or the club Ipswich. Maybe it's the he, he feels let down by the previous regime. Maybe he feels he doesn't like Paul Cook or whatever. Because remember, Paul Cook come out and blasted every one of them, right? Every one of them. He ripped them a new asshole multiple really times, did, yeah. right? So you know, and that hurts your ego. 
but I don't know. It's really hard to come back from. Stephen, I'm going to bring Lee in because it's over an hour, so we're, we're pushing on. Oh, but Stephen, appreciate you as always. Uh, Lee, what you've heard, Stephen, made some great points as always this beep. You've heard George, you've heard all of us. What, 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 what are your thoughts? I just think if Danes wants to be here, then Cook would take him in a heartbeat. He really would because he'll fit in that back two, uh, that midfield too. But it seems to me that he doesn't want to be here or, he's, or Cook is testing him. You know, he's put players in the under-23s, not just downs. And it's like, if you want to be here, guys, you can come out of that dressing room and you can come into this dressing room. So Downs, you know, he's testing them, isn't he? It's, it's good psychology because at the end of the day, Cook's got money. We can invest in other players and we don't need to have them here. If, we do, if they don't want to be here, then we can get rid of them. We've not been in that position for many years, have we? But, but, but you know, Downs is as good as anybody that we've had in midfield in the last couple of seasons. And if he wants to be That's not saying a lot, though, is it? Well, You're no, talking about if he wants to finish be... 10th and 11th in League One. Yeah, but if like, he wants let's... to be here, he's as, he's as good as anything of, you know, watching the games over the last couple of seasons, well, yeah, and particularly the first season in League One, he was tearing it apart. He was fantastic. Was it because he was excuse? Possibly, but he still was. You know, and if you take Skews out of the equation and you put Harper in there next to Downs, would then would that then make Downs even better? Quite, where does Lee quite, Evans go? Yeah, I mean, quite possibly. But I think we're if Downs if Downs wants to be here and we want to get rid of him, then we're just replacing like for like because a Downs on his day who wants to be at the club, who, who feels he wants to be there, is as good as any of the signings that we've made in that position, in my opinion, because he is that. What he lacks is his downfall is probably goals. He probably doesn't maybe well. get enough, you, you know, for that type of midfielder box, because he's the box-to-box player isn't he, as well. So maybe every time he gets on the ball and he has a shot, doesn't look like he's going to score, does he? We've already, repla- uh, we've already replaced him. Like, Lee Evans is that replacement. Yeah, but we've but, got one, that's one player. We've, we, yeah, but Flynn Downs ain't going to be, if you're keeping swap. Flynn Downs, you're you not going to keep Flynn Downs on a bench. Flynn Downs wants to be playing week in, week out, right? So you're not going to have, you're going to, Rakeem Harper's here to start, and then what, you're going to have Lee Evans or you're going to have Flynn Downs. One of them is going to be second fiddle. They yeah, both... That's the key. That's the key. When you want players to stay at the club and fight, it's a squad game, isn't it? Look at England the other night, you know, how they're together. Cook will bring everybody together. If you're part of a, a squad where you're given an equal opportunity, if Dan's, if Dan's feels well on to... Has he been, though? Pardon? Has he been, though? First day back, you're, you're training with the kids. Is, is, that, is that indicating if you want to be here, we, we want you here? Or is that indicating, actually, the quicker, the quicker you, could be, you could be shipped out, I well, think we're all going to be rather happy. We don't, we don't know the conversation. That, that decision has been made by the manager, though. Like, I, I would be amazed if that isn't a decision that comes from a conversation that was had with everybody at the end of last season where he said, you're shit, but you could probably be, be better than this. I need to know where you stand. Do you want to play football But if for, it, for us? But if you do, you do it my way. If you don't want to do it my way, then that's fine. But that's going to be the end. And the ones that he had that conversation with that were kind of like, I, I don't know where I fit into this formation or I don't know where I fit into the relationship with you, then fine. But when you come back, you train on the reserves. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if Dan just. Like, like, this is not, I know uh, he's, he's getting a bit of a bum rap for this, Paul Cook, but I, I would be amazed if this is a one way thing. Amazed. 
Absolutely. So Downs has probably got suitors. He's probably got an agent in his ear. So, so I, I can't say play right. championship. He, he, he is good enough to play championship. I'm not saying he's shit like that. But I'm just so saying... he's not good enough to play for us now, then? It's the attitude. He doesn't want to be here. Fuck him off in the nicest possible way. All right. I want people that are going to want to be here. Do you know what all I mean? Right. All right. I tell you what, let's hear from Josh, because I need a beer after all that. I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> Always good to see that video pop up because I do need a beer after that. As always, Lee bringing some some good opinions. Steve bringing the heat. Always brings yeah. the heat. This beep, love it. That's why um, the alarm keeps going off. Yeah, exactly. Because that's on fire. Not fixed that yet. How long is it going? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but some good 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 opinions in there. So what makes it absolutely worthwhile and fantastic? This platform. We all can have different opinions. All not agree. All agree but we all absolutely love and care for our football club um, and we want the best for it, which is what Callie was telling us earlier is going to happen, which is a title-winning season. So regardless of what we just said for the last hour and eight minutes, it doesn't really matter because <laughs> we're going to win the title anyway. Uh, as we close, Marcus Evans. I, I, I didn't think I'd be mentioning again on this show, but he's in the news today. Uh, mm-hmm. report, yeah, yeah, reportedly, he has, uh, you know, according to football finance expert uh-huh. Kieran Maguire, um, the accounts for the year to end of June 2020, which were published yesterday, revealed that former owner Marcus Evans uh, waived or settled almost £96 million in loans. Um, uh, so, as we end the show, what do we think? Yeah, as Stephen says, we disagree, but we like you all. Absolutely. I like that way. I like that. That could, that could be a good slogan. That we disagree, but we like each other, really. Um, yeah, so what do we feel on that then? Marcus Evans, £96 million. It's not chump change. It's not. Back of the sofa, five pound notes. Where Callie can stop me on this one. Where, where are you on that? Yeah, I need to be Marcus Evans PR people, man. Because like, look at me, Scrooge, man. I'm fucking, I'm the good guy. He's Mr. Burns, man. Don't believe it. Like half of that, I'm not saying that he hasn't put there isn't debt that he's wiped off, but half of that debt, if you and there's there's you can look at companies' highs and stuff like that, is loans against Marcus Evans Group. So he's taking out loans against himself. So obviously, don't get me don't get me wrong. Like he still had to wipe that off from one side, but that's just part and parcel of being an owner. I'm afraid. So I, I have no love for Marcus Evans. Like I will not say a positive word about him on this show. I won't say a positive word anyway. As much as he says he's a fellow fan or whatever, nah, sorry, don't be smart. It doesn't need to be relevant. I didn't need to hear his name today. It was a good. Well, it's, it's in the news. It's in the news. Oh, no, um, no, no. But you're not alone, because I was about to bring Lloyd in for his opinion, but Lloyd just waved at the camera and said, fuck this, I'm off. Um, <laughs> even he didn't want to talk about Marcus Evans. George, are you with Callie there, or are you more with Stephen? Uh, and that you're giving kudos. And I I gave him a moderate amount of kudos when he wrote it off. I appreciate the fact that he let the deal happen. I'm grateful for that. But I have little sympathy for a businessman that runs a business that bad. The way he did. Yeah, yeah, spot on. I, yeah, I, yeah. I get that he can. I get that he's obviously successful in some ways, but I'm, I think you'd struggle to find many people that didn't purposefully drive a football club into the ground. Like, I mean, you've got the oysters and people that, that you, you obviously hold above him, but like, I, I he just ran the football club into the ground over fourteen years, and I, mm. I have no positive thoughts for the man. Look at look at Leander's comment there. 
Well, yeah, but that that's, that equally cannot cannot be the case. I I actually think George is probably a bit more right, and I, Mark Marcus Evans runs used to. Well, I was going to have to slip out a tongue there. Used to run the football club. The way I have to run this, like devoting one day of the week to it, like because I've got a family um, and it's not my primary job. Obviously, I try and I got one, I got have Wednesdays where I get a lot of what you see happen i send a list through to george and things like that and i, I have a lot of my sit down power hours where i draw out what i want to do etc on a wednesday because that's the only day of the week i've got without my son you almost like well, i could run the football club like that and that's why you didn't get these type of activity in the football in the transfer but the difference window. is that you don't have the you, you you don't have the the money behind you to yes. afford to pay someone else to do it for you which Marcus exactly. did. exactly he chose to spend 96 million pounds and just basically yeah. throw it up the wall that doesn't need an apology. Yeah, you see the difference the CEOs made in the exactly. matter of weeks. Yeah. So he was running it like a, a part-time hobby job, whereas it was a, a full-time 24-7. And football is one of those businesses where it never sleeps. Well, did you hear what Ma- that's what Mark sleep. Ashton says? He goes, his second, that Luke dude and the other guy. They have no holidays. They don't. They, there's no weekends for them. Exactly. They never sleep. That's what you want to hear. He's also very smart, though. I will say this as a close. He stepped aside because he saw well, three people, four people, eight people, twelve people, fifty hundred people come in, and he thought, you know what? If they just, if they're just that much successful of what they say, I could be getting a lot more back than ninety-six million quid, or I could be getting something in return, as opposed to right now where I'm writing checks of eight million a year. And getting nothing but my Evan Jura, see you next Tuesday. I want you out. You know, it, it, there's a little bit of that, right? Where you can step away, possibly recoup some because it's, it's still part of the game changer sort of well, board so, wherever it was set up, wasn't it? Of the of the eighty-seven and a half percent that's owned not by the PRC, I think, and and he retained a big chunk of land, which I suspect he's going to put something. That's on where and that's where he'll make the money. money. Like if we go Premier League, that's where he'll make the money, like selling that to the club. For it's not bad bit of business. Stuff. It's not a t- given the state that the club is in. I don't think he. I don't think it's a bad bit of business. I, but I he paid. He job. paid for a, a liquor paint on the stadium. So well fucking done, Marcus. Absolutely Evans. love it. Right, we're back over the weekend for the England game, big one. But we'll see you then, George Kelly. Uh, Kelly. Sorry, Kelly. <laughs> Called <What>? you Kelly. <laughs> Sorry, mate. We're back on Saturday. <laughs>